Jen the Builder. And the court. Welcome to Take the Elevator, everyone. Yes, welcome. Come on in and have a seat or stand up if you like. Hey, let's take a walk on the treadmill if you like. (laughs) However you want to do it, let's just say welcome. Right. However, whatever way you choose is what works for us. You know, Corey, I was in the kitchen just a few minutes ago. And why in the world did I look up on our fridge door and there's the calendar for April and usually I'm really good about writing events that are happening in our lives. So it keeps us on track and there is nothing written. And I'm like, oh my goodness, it's already April 18th and I haven't written a thing. Because there's so much going on. It's just, it's really hard to keep up with it unless you're super on top of it. And it's just really hard to get on top of stuff when you're this busy. And I'm not complaining. By any stretch of the imagination, no yeah. way, no how am I complaining, but we just have a very hectic, tight schedule. Yeah. And I don't know if that's like the feeling overall, but I know in our lives, that's what's going on. Yeah. And I hate to say this, but I'm trying to maintain more than one calendar and I really need to figure myself out on that. <laughs> like I have. You got ca- to figure yourself out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I feel like I'm doing too much all in good intentions of course is to keep up and and keep organized and not double book and not miss an important meeting right so i've upped the ante on meeting with my uh, medical team people who take care of me right so there's that and then you've got your calendar for work calendar for shameless calendar for genco calendar for coaching and i'm not saying those are all separate calendars but i probably am working off three or four yeah i'm working off of one and i still can't get it all straight so (laughs) i guess we're in the same boat yeah if you guys can give us advice on the best way to organize a schedule yeah that would be important because even though like we work eight to five right or i do you work a seven to four during lunch i may have appointments during that time Right. Or I may be working on a project for school or whatever the case may be. So at some point, those calendars are going to have to cross over. I think what keeps me from using one calendar is the entry of putting everything from the others into that one. Right. Because if there's multiple things on one day. Anyway, we, we can see. <laughs> we, Clearly, it's heavy on my mind. Right. We can see how this could go on forever. <laughs> so, Jen, I was going to a restaurant actually one of my fave restaurants that uh well not restaurant more like a drive-through that's still a restaurant right fast yeah fast food i noticed something on the window and this is what we're talking about today however it's gonna make a little it'll make sense in the in the the long run okay we're bracing for it we're ready so i read this sign on my favorite restaurant style fast food and it says Please have exact change <laughs> because there is a change shortage in the U.S. Is and that a true or false statement? I don't know, but I'm thinking like, wait a minute, I got a crap ton of change at the house. Well, how how do I have so much change, but the rest of the world is having right. a shortage? So that's kind of the topic that we're talking about: change. Okay, not that kind <laughs> of change, though. <laughs> you see where I'm going? Yeah, I. So let me not get stuck on. 
the conundrum of how are we running out of change? I don't know what that's about, but yeah, whenever I see that sign, it just kind of bewilders me. Right. Like who's taking our change? Yeah. As if we're not going through enough, just leave the change alone. And where are they putting it? Like, I mean, you can't, once you spend it, it doesn't disappear. So it has to still be in circulation unless someone's, Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm hoarding it. <laughs> You're hoarding it. <laughs> so we're talking about change today. Change can be good. Change can be bad. Change can be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Change can bring about innovation. And sometimes change can just bring about the end of something. Mm-hmm. Just remove it completely and totally. And so we wanted to touch on all these aspects. Maybe not all today, right this moment. But at least bring about the the thought and the idea of changing and what that means for each individual. I like that. So if I can ask you a question, there are people who don't like that word change, actually, and they change the word change into (laughs) transformation. Right. Right. That's a big thing. I don't I don't know. Is that a way for people maybe to cope better with the fact that there's a change. And so they translate it to there's this change and it's going to transform me or it's going to make me stronger. It's going to make me better. See, I used to not be a big proponent of altering words for people because it gives them PTSD. But now I understand the importance of it. And if that's what people need in order for them to cope, I'm so open to it. If you, if you want to hear transform, if you want to hear something different, if you want to hear elevate, what, elevate, know, people might translate change into elevation. Or right. Right. Learning. Uh, whatever you need to get you through is what we'll say. Right. But I do want to, I hope people can agree on this is that there is a need for transformation. Yes. There's a need for change at times, a need for elevation a need for learning. Mm-hmm. Right. And for something different. Mm-hmm. So, let me point out something that uh, in history that has changed, and, and then I'm going to ask you a question. Some things in history have changed for the better, and some things in history have changed for the worse. Mm. I'll start with one. Back in the 60s and 70s, there was this big marketing push to get everyone to smoke. They made cigarettes bright and colorful, mm. and they said it was healthy, and they said, you know, this is the route to go. All the in crowd is doing it. As a matter of fact, all the TV shows, everyone had a cigarette in their hand at some point in time or another. Mm-hmm. It was very popular for talk show hosts to have a cigarette in their hand. And then someone said, because of change, this might not be the right direction to go in. We may need to do something just a little bit different. The results are coming back from this marketing strategy And we're seeing a very negative effect on people's health, on people's well-being. And so we need to have or bring about some type of change. I think that was a good change. Most people that either have smoke or smoke know, and I'm talking about cigarettes specifically, know that this is probably not the best route for me to take, but it's something I either did or something I'm doing and I'll deal with it as I go along. And I'm okay with that. But then you have the other side that says, nope, it's just not healthy. And it's probably best not to even get into it. And I wouldn't say they're wrong either. But what I will say is the person that decided this needs to change 
has literally changed the face of TV, social activity, um, and so many other things by saying this is not a good thing to do. How do you feel about that? How do I, I, I want to make sure I'm understanding the question. So how do I feel about the one person who said maybe not a good look, let's change the marketing campaign on smoking? Yeah, well, that, but maybe not just one person. When I say one person, I mean, eventually it came down to one person making a decision, but right. it could have been multiple people saying this at, at some point in time. So I think for me, um, and I wish I knew like the actual history behind this, but if I could just imagine, I know there are many instances in my life, our lives where we see something and there is a urgency or a need to say a change needs to happen. Mm -hmm. Like we've gone way south on this. Right. <clears throat> right. So I think um, acknowledging the change and then determining what needs to happen and figuring out where we went wrong. I think I'm going way too deep. I, I'm really trying to feel what you're trying to put out there. Um, so for me, what do I think about that? When a change happens or when you need to incur a change, it's important to um, speak on it, do your research, and make that change happen, especially when it's for the betterment of people and community. Right, and especially when you're talking about a large portion of society that is engaged in this activity. Now, let's keep it in the same vein and talk about another form of smoking and talk about marijuana. So, Again, back in the 60s and 70s, there was these uh, amp, uh, campaign ads about the devil's lettuce and what it makes you. It drove people it's mad. <laughs> well, that's what they called it. <laughs> <laughs> and so they said that this stuff was driving people crazy and making them hallucinate. Yeah. And, and making some men of a certain gender and certain racial background rape women and so, so forth and so on. And it was just very heavily demonized. Fast forward to today, and medical marijuana is is literally being used yeah. to treat people with uh, different ailments. And I, I know some of the ailments, and I know some of the things that people are going through. Mm. And and it's not that I just support it so much. It's that I've, I've watched, I've read, I've researched what this uh, THC and CBD and all the different elements in marijuana is doing in the medical field and what it's been, what it had been doing even before. And I'm just really taken, taken aback because I'm realizing like, wait a minute, we, we may have been promoting the wrong thing and mm. not promoting the right thing. So sure. it's, it's those kind of changes that have begun to come about that I'm realizing as a society we might need to take a second look at a few things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so that's the thing with change, right? What you think you know is truth, because that's what's been put out there, um, ends up not being that. So, like, for an example, and this is your, and this is your practice, my practice, too. The big push for adding bacon to everything. And I'm going to say this, and we have a lot of friends <laughs> uh -oh. who love bacon and they like it extra crispy and in such a way, like I get it. I, you know, same. I know 
what that what that is and and the and the flavor and the taste in it um and then there are things where everything medically is wrong with bacon right like pork but there's this push for it and who knows what it's gonna look like two years from now hey we made a mistake right you know um pork is filthy like and so what do you do with that and i know i'm going way off but all that to say that everything always changes you can't ever count on anything as well most things you can't count on as solid and i really hope there are things in in our lives in your lives that are consistent and not changing yeah you know it's important that those there's like mainstays whether it be whatever your religious beliefs are um your source of truth relationships that are are really important to you but even those change right like right we're all destined to pass away Mm -hmm. so those those will change yeah and so if we're not exercising i don't want to see our muscles because it sounds so like detached it sounds yeah and i don't want to sound that way but there's this thing that we've always said between you and i you know get on Get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Right. It's just the world we live in. It's life. Absolutely. So even staying with the the living, because we know that the only thing that's, well, the only thing that's certain to happen is that you're going to pass away at some point. And I'm not trying to make this morbid, but talk, <laughs> <laughs> talking about relationships and being married and, and having a, a life partner and knowing that that's going to be your mainstay for as long as you stay. Yeah. Um, some people don't want that to change. Mm. And sometimes change is needed even in that. And not necessarily to break up or to go right. separate ways, but just to alter what's already happening in mm. the relationship. I mean, let's let's be honest. Some people are together for years and, and then someone says, you know what? I'm going to go back to school. Right. And that changes everything. Uh-huh. Sunday nights are no longer watching ABC and... CBS, some, sometimes homework is, has to be done now. Right. Um, it changes date night. It changes how you interact with the kids because you're not able to do this because you're at school now. You know, it just, it, it adds an element that makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable. But in the big scheme of things, you realize this is going to be beneficial and we may all get some enjoyment out of it. Sometimes not. And I got to be honest about that because sometimes that change brings about a whole nother set of circumstances. Sometimes that actually breaks families apart, which breaks my heart to think that that's what that, you know, could actually happen. Right. So speaking of which, cause you, I love when your mind is on fire cause you know, you, you, you have so much on your mind and you're communicating it. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like two minutes ago, you said this one thing and I just want to say something (laughs) and it's not anything like provocative or deep. It's just something I want to share. But as you were talking about, you know, uh, couples and, and the change in their plans and going to school out of nowhere and the kind of changes that would happen because of that, I think that's why it's important that people communicate as 
maybe not right when they're thinking it, but involve your partner. If you have this ah, desire for yeah. change, instead of just throwing it on them. And then, I mean, how rude is that? Like we've been together for 15 years. You've never not once mentioned this. And all of a sudden I'm you, doing this, I'm doing this. <laughs> and, all of a sudden I want to be a scientist. I'm going right. to school. I'm going to go to school. So I think that backs up what we're saying here is, we know hands down change is going to happen. And when you are initiating that change, it's so important to communicate to the people that are involved in your life. Right. Or if you're in management, the people on your team, or if you're heading an organization, the people in your organization, you know what I mean? No ah. one likes that abrupt. This is what we're going through. And then you think you couldn't have just thought about this right now. There had to have been some planning Ah, raising my hand, I would have liked to know these things in the planning stages. Right. Right? No, I totally get it. So, Corey, was there anything I kind of threw on you as far as change? And you're like, where did that come from? So, I'm glad you asked that question. Uh-oh. And, and usually I say, people say that to buy time. I'm not buying time. <laughs> By any stretch of the imagination, man, am I not? Yeah, we might go over 22 minutes because you asked that question. Yes, we just might. No, we won't. Um, I think, Jen, honestly, we both do this to one another because we're so in the moment. Mm -hmm. And I know that the creative juices are constantly flowing constantly so, right yeah so i mean i'm quick with mine and i know you're quick with yours so if there's change coming it's probably gonna happen and there's not much i can do not much you can do we try not to trip each other up in the flow that each other is already in but for the most part that, that's a part of our lives is how we get down is to have that change be oh excuse me be ready to turn on the on, on a dime and stop in the yeah. in a in a moment just to make sure that we're the pulse is still there that's how we operate you know let's let's go let's do it let's we're going here okay let's mm -hmm. do it you know so no i mean yeah you do do that but i'm not it doesn't make me mad it doesn't make me feel like oh what's <laughs> happening or am i uncomfortable i've gotten used to being uncomfortable with you that that's right. a part of life it's like we're doing a real today okay we're doing a real. <laughs> I'm like, I got a contract with this pe person. Can you help me figure out the contract? And you're like, right. oh, okay. So it's just a part of our, our everyday lives. Yeah. And that leads me to the next point about change is providing support and watching out for stress. So I love the way you said it. Check, check the pulse. Yeah. Like it's so important. So we go through a change, but are we checking on each other? To see how we're doing. How can I support you? So like, for example, you tell me I need this contract for this person and it's a new kind of contract. Um, we talk about, okay, what's the realistic timeline here? Can I get a couple of days? No. And then <laughs> I, I usually need it the next day. <laughs> so you, then you can get savvy with that too. Can I get a week? And if you say no, then the compromise is okay. I'm not going to have like three days because that's halfway. Right. Right. So all that to say, it's really important to check, check on each other yeah. as you're going through it. And I am guilty as charged. There have been times when I've just gone super fast and I forget that there's over 20 people that are coming along with me. And man, did I have to learn the hard way 
Right. right? Like I did not stop to take that pulse. I didn't stop to say, Hey, how are we doing this? How, not just even, how are you doing? How are you feeling? And so you'll hear this a lot, guys, in the world that we live in today, it is so important that you build skills and compassion and empathy community, because as they're doing the work or as we're going through change, if we're not checking in on each other and really caring about what that someone might be going through, um, there's going to be problems there. That change is going to be very hard. And we want to get to the point where we can evaluate how we're doing and then hopefully there's some celebrations for the success of that change. Absolutely. And let me just give you a, a because we're running short on time. Let me give you an idea of how sometimes change is happening in real time. So like Jen and I will be in a meeting with a group of people and um, her leg may move closer to mine or her hand may grab mine. And then there's a squeeze or a nudge. And I know change is about to happen. So brace yourself. <laughs> and that's how it does. And that's how it happens. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love the flexibility, but that's what happens when you exercise change. Yeah. And you take the steps for the change to be healthy. You you can do that and you could see it like happening quicker. You're not getting stuck in like in these weird moments. You know right. what I mean? So here's how I just want to end with this is, um, guys, change is inevitable and we should have changed from years ago. That's actually healthy to change. It's evolving. Yeah. If you look at it as evolving, elevating, you know, plug in. We always say this plug into people who are going to support you plug into people who, when you walk into a room are smiling and wel welcoming you. Cause then that's when you know, they're excited about who you are and what you're doing. Absolutely. Well, you guys, you know us to take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day.